Welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week. Enjoying the fall weather if you live in a state that actually has seasons. If you don't and you live in California, suck it. Uh, we have wonderful weather. I know the weather's great all year round. Yeah, well, you have also like wildfires and earthquakes and 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 Republicans. Well, I guess those are everywhere. But anyway, that was just a joke. We're not getting political here. Uh, like I said, my name is Dave. Uh, you can see that on the bottom of the screen right over here. Um, joining me as per the huge is Kyle. Hey, what up, everyone? Uh, Kyle, Hope you're all doing you? well. How are you doing? Your, your your camera went all white again. Oh, just leave it. Oh. It is what it is. It might be how I have the light on there too. I don't know. Kyle upgraded his webcam situation, and it doesn't look much better. Well, it's also in the middle of my ring light, so it might be that. That shouldn't. Well, you really shouldn't even need much of your ring light. Your room is pretty bright. Well, but, in that case. Well, let's see. Well, go ahead. Let's see what it looks like without it. Well, no, I'm not going to turn off my ring light. I am going to turn off this light over here. So while I do this, magic. Uh, it just. That, that's not. No, I'd go back to the other one. Yeah. On the fly. Anyway, go. talk oh, to the people. Oh my God! Why? I just already did. Uh, so yeah. Uh, hope you're having a good week. I hope your face isn't as white as Kyle's. Um, that there is some depth to it and maybe some color. Um, it's not flushed out by settings on a camera. But if 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 that's not the case. Get some sun, some vitamin D, and you'll be all right. Who wants that? Uh, no one wants that. Uh, uh, Kyle's going to freak out for a second on my end until the Wi-Fi issue goes. I'm literally the only one home. Nothing is on the <laughs> internet. Um, I don't want to start doing this while it's freaking out. and We lose something like Twitch or... YouTube, you stupid, stupid. I don't understand the internet. I'll never understand it. I pay a lot of money for it. All right. Uh, while we're here, Batwoman season two is out on home media. So you can get yourself a copy of this right now. Uh, comes This is the Blu-ray version. It comes with the digital code if you want. Um, that If you're into that thing, sort of thing. Let me read the copy here. That's what we do now. We read copy. Uh, watch as Javicia, Javicia Leslie takes on the mantle of superhero Batwoman when Batwoman, the complete second season, arrives on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, already has. Strap yourself in for a thrilling ride with all 18 episodes from the second season, plus never-before-seen bonus content, including deleted scenes and a gag reel. Uh, you can find this wherever you find your home media, uh, be it Amazon, Walmart, all that good stuff. Um, oh, there's more. Um Let's see. Deleted scenes exclusive to the Blu-ray and DVD. Oh, sorry. Uh, gag reel exclusive. Uh, villains analyzed. Never alone. Heroes and allies. Those are the special features. Um, yeah. 
I could read this really long paragraph that pick, picks us up right where we left off, but uh, instead, uh, I know we both were watching season two recently to get boned up on it. Um, I'm halfway through, maybe a little more than halfway through. Um, I've actually, since season one, liked Batwoman. Um, I thought it had a nice, it, it is a little different than Arrow, way different than Flash. Mm-hmm. Um it was what I was, you know, I, I would try to watch anything that's Bat Family related. I gave Gotham as long as I could. <laughs> um, and, uh, which, which I guess wasn't that long. I don't know. I tried, five, I tried it to the villains five, season. Um, five seasons, 100 episodes. That's, that's a lot for, uh, for a show. And that's pretty good. Did they end it kind of like Smallville where he, he, you finally see him in the suit? Yep. And see, see someone in the suit, I guess. Yeah, they CGI'd the kid actor's like face, facial structure. Yeah, onto it, it looks weird. Um, well, he's he looks like such a kid. Like, I mean, he's young. Right, young, he's a young man. Right, but I mean, like they, because there's a time gap between in the episode. There, I think it's like eight or 13 years i don't exactly remember but bruce spoilers for the end of gotham i guess oh my goodness bruce leaves gotham he comes back and much like batman begins yes but the yes yes um penguin is penguin riddler is riddler uh selena didn't don like the catwoman costume uh, and she's and at the end she's a completely different actress for that final episode. Catwoman is. Yeah. Okay. Um. And yeah, they they, they showed they showed a battering. They sh- but they I mean they show a full body of the costume. Like a and it's or? no like in full detail no. almost. Like with the All light, right, well, you can stop. You can probably find it on YouTube. <laughs> it is on YouTube. I was just just curious if that's how they did it, but as far as Batwoman goes, they replaced uh, Ruby Rose, who left the series at the end of season one due to uh, the schedule and the stunts. She had hurt herself pretty bad in the first couple episodes. The pilot might have even been when she got hurt. I can't remember exactly, but uh, she had gotten hurt pretty bad, so she kind of hung it up um she's getting back into acting now i think but just the the rigors of the season and the demands of that that many hours and stuff she just couldn't she just didn't want to deal with it which you know hey you tried um you gave it your shot i thought she did a good job on the show i enjoyed her take on kate kane um so at the end of season one which ended abruptly because of covid right uh yeah season two would have been yeah Season two was last year, which ended at the start. Oh, maybe se- no. Season two would have been during COVID. Season, so season yeah, one, season two was during COVID. So season one got the full wrap up. I would imagine not an abrupt wrap up, like I all th- the Flash stuff. I think Flash, Supergirl, and. Of 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 the Arrowverse shows, I think those were the only two that got uh, stopped abruptly because of COVID. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, they just kind of start the season with uh, Kate Kane's plane has crashed. It's very Arrow, 
uh, Smallville. Um, the plane has crashed and she's missing. They haven't found her body at the beginning of the season. Um, and then uh, it kind of goes from there. The, the the new the new Batwoman finds the suit in in the wreckage and kind of takes it upon herself to to keep the legacy going, f- figuring that the the original Batwoman has died. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course she finds Team Batwoman. I guess is what we're doing. Um, and oh. then uh, so there yeah. twenty episodes in the first season. They planned for twenty two, so they did get. Uh, they did get like their season abruptly yeah. because of COVID. <clears throat> right, right, right. So yeah, I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Pick up your copy. That is a sponsored uh, deal. That is an ad. I should say not sponsored. That's an ad. Um, so the fine people at Warner Brothers sent us uh, a review copy of that. So we wanted to put it out there because I'm enjoying it. Um, there's it's a CW show, so I have problems with it immediately. A lot of it is a little too, too romantic drama that I don't really need. Of course, mm-hmm. there's gonna be there's gonna be romance stories. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying some of it is pretty convoluted, and I feel like some of the actors they get are what I refer to as MTV actors, meaning they found some models and threw them on the stage, and here we are. That's that's usually the guests, not the main stars. The main stars seem to do a great job, um, especially this new girl that's playing Batwoman. Yeah, uh, what is what is her name? Um, not the like, actress, but the what? Um, uh, Ryan Wilder. Ryan Wilder. Yeah, great name too. Um, so that's a completely fiction or completely made up for the series character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not have any roots in the comic books, which we are going mm-hmm. to talk about today. Speaking of roots in the comics, like that segue, I do. Um, I do, but I have to. I'm actually you. God, son of a. She did make her comic uh, debut most very recently. Fine, but she was made up for the show. She was made up for the show, yes, but she does. She is now in the comics. Great. You're welcome. I don't think I said she was exclusive to the show. You can't um actually mean when I wasn't wrong. Yet. Oh, you God. Uh, <laughs> releasing this week, or I'll just say October 1st, whenever you're listening to this podcast, Time Traveling, um is uh venom 2 or venom let let there be carnage uh so we thought since uh you've been introduced to eddie brock and venom and the the world of uh how did she say it symbiotes the first time and then they edited it yeah whatever symbiotes i can't remember how she said she said it wrong symbiote it was just symbiote sounds crazy but I mean, I can understand it being read that way, but except for when you're reading it and there's source material, like the word is not made up. It's not like right. midichlorians or anything like that. <laughs> or it can be interpreted differently, you know, like mm-hmm. chic or something crazy. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about the comic book origins of Carnage. Um, uh, Carnage debuted in my heyday of collecting comic books as a child. I was uh, a, a grown boy of 11 um when when the the symbiote wars i guess started i don't know what you want to call it i don't think it was called that um i want to say it was after the clone stuff with ben riley either that or before just before it um this this is spider-man this is all spider-man universe stuff uh by the way kids um you may not know it being a casual fan but yes venom is from spider-man and he was with peter parker before eddie brock you saw spider-man 3 as bad as that movie is, those origins are pretty close to the comic book. 
Yeah. Uh, Venom came from space on a uh, spaceship returning to Earth. Um, and he bonded with, or it bonded with, they bonded with, I don't know what you want to say, uh, bonded with uh, Peter first before Eddie. Um, once once Peter's personality did change uh, drastically, not just doing crazy dances with a suit. Um, yeah, that garbage. Um, <laughs> but he got a little more violent and it wasn't himself. Um, he, he got rid of the suit and that's how he kind of, stumbled upon the weakness of the symbiote which is ultrasonic vibrations i think is what they Mm say um and then it fell to to eddie and they agreed with each other and then their vengeance of peter parker slash spider-man for one rejecting him and two getting the other one fired um i think he was fired in the comic books or fired dumped all these things eddie brock did not have a good go of it the i've never read the like the comic version of it all i know is spider-man the animated series yeah which is pretty close to the comic yeah yeah um i always loved black suit spider-man i love that look of black suit spider-man which aside from i'm I'm not a big fan of when they make the superheroes like super muscly like eddie brock and venom is always depicted as Mm -hmm. um but i liked that look too the just the black and white i like i love the black and white look it's very clean that's why I like the Bullet Club stuff um, and wrestling and AJ Styles gear is usually like black and white. So I like that that look. I, Finn does that too, Finn Balor. Um, but um, where was I going with it? Uh, yeah, so the Black Suit Spider-Man always looked cool to me. And so that's what kind of got me interested in reading that arc. I was never a big Spider-Man reader. Um, I was an X-Men guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and that goes back to my root of before the MCU – Ain't nobody care about the Avengers. Nobody. I'm just going off a Twitter argument I saw last week of who's better, X-Men or Avengers. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave a damn about Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor until the movies made them cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, people may have bought the books to keep up with them and stuff like that, but they weren't the huge thing that X-Men and Spider-Men were um, during during the 90s and the 80s. Um that was that was all x-men and spider-man um that was that was what was keeping marvel afloat they had to, that's why they lost so much of their properties because they weren't selling comics and uh that and, you know they lost x-men to fox because they, they were in demand and they could sell it they, they weren't gonna sell thor <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway unless it was like a tv movie on cbs mm-hmm. Yo. there was an episode of hulk i think where he met thor Yep, wanna, and trial, and Daredevil. <laughs> anyway, um, back back to back to Spider Man. Uh, so yeah, uh, Carnage. Uh, his real name is Cletus Cassidy. Uh, well, Carnage is a real thing. It's not an alternate personality. They exist together. That's why they're a symbiote. They they coexist. Um, there's the symbiote. Um, and we'll talk about I guess the origin of that symbiote in this in this case and then you can kind of see his origin in the trailer um of how he becomes but uh uh his first appearance was a cameo in amazing spider-man 359 which came out in february of 92 and then his first full appearance was an amazing spider-man 361 of april 92 uh created by writer dave michelini and artist mark bagley uh the original name for carnage (laughs) Uh, was not Carnage. It was Chaos, and then Ravage, and then they settled on Carnage. Okay. Um, 
Carnage. I could, I, I could get behind yeah. either one of those names, but Carnage is definitely better. I wonder if they used either of those names because there's other symbiotes out there. Um, yeah. In fact, I think I saw that. I saw. I read an issue where the they went to the planet because uh, the Venom the Venom symbiote leaves Brock at one point and goes to um, Flash Thompson. Goes to Flash Thompson, who you've met in Spider Man. He's the the uh, like Pakistani looking boy, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he's a bully to Peter, but he loves Spider Man, which is outstanding. <laughs> um, it makes for a great dynamic. Um, but yeah, he eventually becomes the hero, the anti hero Venom that we see Eight. Eddie Brock yep. being. Agent um, Venom, and then Eddie gets another symbiote and becomes anti Venom because he's dying of cancer. And then he eventually gets the Venom symbiote back. And yeah. Doesn't one of them lose an arm or something? uh flash loses his legs legs that's it and then venom gives him legs right yes yeah 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 that's it yeah because for a while uh flash with venom is with the guardians um he's in space for a while with the mm-hmm. guardians and that's where he ends up on the symbiote planet um <clears throat> anyway um the the carnage symbiote the red symbiote is the offspring of venom um which the offspring of these symbiotes just they leave them behind and they have to fend for themselves basically and there's really no you know sexual intercourse that results of you know that makes the result uh, an offspring i think it's just it just happens yeah something like that um but the origins let's talk about cletus cassidy first he was born in ravencroft born in the psychiatric uh prison that is ravencroft which we'll see in the film um, where he is being kept. I think you saw it in the in the teaser at the end of Venom mm-hmm. 1. Um, he is a serial killer. He was, in the comic books, Brock's cellmate. Um, and that's how they met, and that's how Carnage was born, was through the cellmate, uh, through them being in the same cell. Um, let me, uh, I'm woefully behind on my producer op- uh, <laughs> obligations here. Uh, hello there, Appets Bin Senen. Welcome in to the show. Feel free to comment on anything we're talking about or add to the show as much as you like. Um, did you want to add something? Uh, no, no, go go right ahead. I the <laughs> I the only stuff that I know from really from Carnage is the animated series. So that's cool. You can you can spout that in as soon as I'm done. Or if there's any differences that I don't recall, I was gonna rewatch that episode or that series of episodes. There, it's honest- there's like three or four of them, right? Because they. They did this thing where they would just go like weekly episodes, and then they did a mm-hmm. thing where it was like four or five arc episode arcs. Um, I was yeah, they did. Up. They did that with the blood. They did that with Venom, and then they did that with Carnage. They also did that with Secret Wars, but that's yeah, right. that's right. Uh, and then Wars. and then Spider Verse. They did Spider Verse before Spider Verse. Did they? Did, was Ben Riley there? Ben Riley was there. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, because X Men kind of did that too. They did the the big mm-hmm. week long event with uh, the Phoenix, and then they did the Dark Phoenix after that. Um, but I don't think they did much more. I think it was like those two events, uh, maybe, they, maybe another one or two. But event wise, no, they did do Days of Future Past. Um, that was a one episode thing. Or maybe maybe two, two. Maybe two. Yeah. Two, but yeah, I mean, those the, were... the cliffhanger is they show you who the killer is that Bishop mm-hmm. has gone back in time to kill. Right? It turns out to be Gambit. Oh, spoilers, dude. And the show is almost 30 years old. But it was Mystique as Gambit. Yep. Um, there's the real twist. 
Uh, okay, so yeah, he was Brock's cellmate in Ravencroft. Um, he's a sociopath and homicidal sadist. He okay, so um, let me see. Yeah, all right, now we're gonna run through kind of a list of his murders. Um, <laughs> he killed his grandmother, pushing her down the stairs. Ooh. He then attempted to kill his mother by dropping a hairdryer in the tub. Um, he tortured and killed his mother's dog with a drill. She tried to kill him, but was beaten nearly to death by Clayton's or by Cassidy's father uh, when she's when he found out. Um, murdered the Saint Estes Home for Boys disciplinary administrator. Pushed a girl in front of a bus who laughed at him for asking her out. Wow. Uh, he's got eleven murders. Claims to have killed a dozen more. Um, and in the comic books, which is where I'm wondering where it's going to go to in the film, uh, Venom, um, sorry, Spider-Man could not defeat Carnage by himself. Venom and him teamed up to defeat Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got from the the, the cartoon? Um, I don't remember much about the the murder, but they think they kept that pretty G. Well, yeah, it's a Saturday morning cartoon show. Yeah. But um, I do remember that, but that he was a cellmate of Brock, and that he that uh, Carnage did come from Venom, so I remember that much. Uh, I'm also remembering that might be a little bit down the down the line, but War Machine coming in and an Iron Man because he used the his gun on his arm to shoot out the. The, the sound, Sonic, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. Re- I remember that much. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, well, <laughs> hang on, I got a late-breaking scoring news. It is uh, three to zip. Daniel Vogelbach. Let's end that seventeen-game winning streak, please. Hell yes. Uh, so, oh, sorry. Hold no, on. that's no fine. Walk, um, no distraction. There, I do remember it was a love interest with Brock that. Um, Cletus was going after and then they disappeared both of them both uh, Venom and Carnage Mm -hmm. but that's where I forget (laughs) which there is that storyline that's going to be in the film it looks like that he's going to go after uh, Eddie's ex uh, that Mm -hmm. we met the first movie played by Michelle Williams um Okay, uh, speaking of the film, so yes, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage releases October 1st, directed by Andy Serkis. Carnage will be played by Woody Harrelson, which I think will be a lot of fun. Uh, I really like Woody Harrelson. I think he's a very funny actor. Um, I've enjoyed his work since Cheers. Yes, Cheers, I said Ooh, it. Cheers. I'll date myself with that. Cheers. Did he show up on, I wonder, on uh, Frasier? I don't know. Did any Cheers people I... show up on Frasier? I never watched it. No, I didn't watch it either because one, I was a kid, and two, I was right like, oh, it's a very intellectual comedy. And I'm like, I'm a kid. I don't need, I'll watch Beavis and Butthead. In the comic books, uh, Carnage does team up often with Shriek, who is a character in this film played by mm-hmm. uh, Naomi Harris, uh, Shriek, aka Francis Pearson. Uh, in the film, she's going to be a love interest to Carnage. Uh, which is going to be weird and twisted, I think. Um, 
But uh, oh, since we're talking about it, let's just uh, pop it on up on the screen here. Uh, while we're talking about it, you can have some visual stimulation other than our faces. Um, so yeah, returning to the film, you see Tom Hardy as Venom, or as Eddie Brock, I should say. The voice of Venom is the returning. Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Thank you. It, is uh, it for real? Well, that was the first time, wasn't it? I couldn't tell you. Uh, I I do know that Tony Todd is voicing Venom in the Spider-Man 2 video game coming in 2023. I swear. Um I I do I do like that they that they're I full disclosure, I haven't watched the first Venom. I've seen ever? the fights ever. I've seen the fights. Um, so I don't know if, if me seeing the Daily Bugle in this trailer is like supposed to be like an Easter egg, like that they finally did like some, you know, like Easter egg stuff for it. But cause I, I do know that Eddie is, is a, is a disgraced, uh, journalist, but why did he go to San Francisco and he, why wasn't he in Brooklyn in this film? Hey, look, uh, they do talk about that, and I can't remember why. Okay. Uh, but I think that is in there, yeah. Uh, no, it is not Tony Todd. I don't know why I thought it was Tony. I guess because it sounds like it could be Tony Todd. Uh, it's a gentleman by the name of Brad Venable. Okay. Oh, shit, a red one. Uh, yeah. He why I don't know why he's wearing a varsity jacket as as if he's uh Bill uh, Eddie Murphy from Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm not quite understanding. He's in a church, so I think we can understand why. Uh, they're gonna gonna use the same weapons there, I think, that they did in Spider Man Three. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but, also the comic books. Man, Carnage looks good. I do like how Carnage looks. The <laughs> um i i still do wish that we had at least some spider-man like interaction in there so that it makes a little bit more sense as to why venom looks like he does uh yes there's yeah the purpose of why he's black and white and has the webbing thing in front of his chest which you really can't see in the movie but it's it's there i mean mm-hmm um yeah the first movie uh riz ahmed great actor um been in a ton of good stuff uh he plays the villain carlton drake who is a who eventually becomes a symbiote called riot um and there are other uh symbiotes i believe that he's experimenting with and other humans but it's not they're not taking a host um so there's there's that they kind of really introduce you to the symbiote that's what jenny slate's character jenny slate from snl who says symbiote weird um she she's kind of you're into the backstory of what these things are um and where they're probably she turns on riz ahmed and goes to eddie to kind of out everything hmm. um uh, it's worth I, you know i think it's worth watching um better than spider-man 3 yes <laughs> uh there is for whatever reason a clip of spider-man into the into the spider-verse after the credits what yep. 
I don't know why, but there is. Uh, also, John Jameson is in the movie as an astronaut. In, sorry, um, are we still talking about the first one? Yes. Okay. So John Jameson in the comic books and the cartoon brings the symbiote back from space, and he is the son of... J. Jonah Jameson. There you go. Um, the head so of yeah. the Daily Bugle. Right, right. Um, and that's kind of where Brock gets the tie to all of this, along with Peter Parker, and you know, they're they're both there covering the space landing and the press conference and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're competing photographers, I guess. Yeah, I think Brock is more of a photojournalist than than Peter. Peter's just a, a photographer. Correct. Um. So yeah. Uh. So yeah, that's the first. Um. Let's see. Does it say in here anywhere? Uh, investigative journalist. Yeah, it doesn't say why he. I, I'm pretty sure in the movie it does say why he moved to San Francisco. Um, and I think they they did they do that in the movie to avoid themselves from well, why did the Spider Man just show? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of avoid that conversation. Uh, but yeah, for so for for round two, Tom Hardy returns as Eddie Brock slash Venom. Michelle Williams returns as Anne Weying. She actually bonds with the Venom symbiote at some point in the first movie too, which is kind of a cool moment. <clears throat> um, they actually the Venom symbiote likes her more than Eddie. Um, of course. Naomi Harris plays Shriek. Uh, that's the the love interest for Cassidy, and uh, just a, a, another villain to pair up with Carnage. Uh, Reed Scott, you saw in the little footage there, or if you've seen the trailer, you've you've seen it. He's a doctor, and he's um, Anne's fiance in this movie. She is not with Eddie Brock. Uh, and then Woody Harrelson, of course, plays Cletus Cassidy, aka the Carnage. Um, and Peggy Lou returns as the convenience store owner from Mrs. Chen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in the first film. Um, so, yeah, and this was teased at the end in the credit scenes. You can see Eddie, or I think Eddie goes to the. Eddie goes to it, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, they teased. They they knew back then that they were doing a second one, and they already knew who their carnage was. Yeah, which is pretty dope. Um, yeah. It remains to be seen if they're gonna do anything tying him to the Spider Universe. It's Sony, so they can. I just don't know what what they're allowed to do. See, I just wish. The creatives of this and MCU, or just Kevin Feige, could get in an office and say, "This is what we should do." And this is—I think this will work for all of us. Mm-hmm. We'll tell good—we'll tell good Venom stories. I'll, we'll tell the Spider-Man story on the side, and then bring them together. You know, just—it doesn't have to be the Marvel side; just the Spider-Man side into this Venom story, because I think it needs to be there. Yeah, or at least just be like, "Okay, Spider-Man is in this universe. He's—he's yeah. he's here." I, I, as far as I recall. They don't mention Spider-Man. Yeah, which aside from me, the, the Daily Bugle thing. Yeah, to me is a let is kind of a letdown, but we may get that uh, next year in more Morbius, Mobius, more Morbius. Yeah, you got Morbius. You make Oh, love that movie. We're gonna get canceled. You can't get away with that. And if, you, and if you quote it. <laughs> oh, look, it's MGF. All right, I'm done. <sighs> um, So you're going to watch the first one before we go see it tomorrow? I have no time to do that. Jesus. I will, I will do my due diligence and read up on it. 
Okay. Again, I've seen I've seen the fights. Uh, I saw that spoilers at the end. They fight on a spacecraft, and the sonic the sonic sound waves from the engine is what separates Riot from Riz Ahmed. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't know how he where that symbiote goes. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, all right. That, uh, I mean, that's really all I have. Um, there's, I mean, there's a whole history of this character, but I just wanted to go through the origins. You don't really mm-hmm. want to get wrapped up in too much. Like, I mean, there's, he's been around since 1992. So, like, yeah. I mean, you've also got like Maximum Carnage, which I haven't read. I mean, right, there's video that. games based off of it. One of the coolest, one of the coolest things that I, right? what was that? The Super Nintendo game, if I remember. Uh, yeah, at least the, at least it was on Super Nintendo. It might also have been on like Genesis at the time as well. Sega, but yeah, yeah. But one of the coolest, <laughs> coolest comic book uh, panels I have ever seen is from New Avengers, like the the start of the run after Avengers disassembled. They go to the raft. Carnage is there, but so is the Sentry. Sentry takes the Venom's symbiote, or the Carnage symbiote, goes up to space and just, like, tears it apart and just leaves it, comes back. I'm like, all right, you effectively just killed Cletus Cassidy. All right. He did it with him in the body, within the the symbiote attached to him? It's, it is, that's how it's meant for you to, like. Implied. Implied, but. I'm sure that because these these things came from space, they could survive in space. It's just, yeah. But this was also from like 2004, so a lot has a lot has happened between then and now. Because you've got that whole like venomized world, um, right. where all the and all the Avengers got venomized. Ugh. So stupid. You can get that line of pops at your local store, kids. Uh, forever and ever. Amen. Um, all right. So I guess since we have a little bit of time left, um, we could just end now, but why would, why would we do that? Yeah, why not? Let's, uh, let's add a little geek out to the proceedings. Sure. Um, since I have some notes that would get lost in time. Um, we don't want to get too stagnant, uh, out there. Some headlines, I should say. So let me, uh, change, change our brand here, our banner. Hide that, and we'll do that. Ta-da! Geek news of the week. I gotta get a sound thing and make it all cool. Good, good, good. Geek news. So yeah, I just read just now the Boba Fett television show. December is debuting the the last week of December, the 29th, I think I said. Yep. Um, So yeah, well, we will have new Star Wars content right before the end of the year. (laughs) Yep. So Hawkeye ends that day. Book of Boba Fett starts that day. It's a beautiful thing. Um, it is. Speaking of Disney Plus and stuff, uh, the Marvel Plus, uh, I think it's a two-part finale is what I'm guessing. Um, the first part was t- was today. Mm-hmm. No? Am I wrong? Oh, no. You, I, I thought, no. Uh, yeah, the first part was today. The next week is the finale. Sorry. Yeah, I, thought, so I thought there was something else afterwards. Oh. 
Uh, so it's what if Carnage or what if Carnage? <laughs> what if Ultron <laughs> won? Um, basically, and so it's it's somewhat of an MCU take on on Age of Ultron. Not really, but it's close. Uh, I think it's as close as we're gonna get. I love Age of Ultron. It reminded me a lot of Age of Apocalypse. It's a cool what if thing, um, and it brings everybody together. I can understand why they couldn't do it, but it just it's surprising to me. The only two people left are Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, to to combat all of these drones, and they make it look so easy. Like, how did anybody else fall? <laughs> right. Like, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of odd. But but I understand it. They want you want to take out the big guns first. Well, I mean, they show you how Tony falls, but like, aside from that, like, man, how did you kill Thor? How did you kill Captain America? <laughs> like, what is happening here? But yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. You wanted to, uh, you know, whatever. You want it to be in the hands of man, not Superman. I, yeah. I get it. That's what they're kind but of going can, for storytelling wise. But but uh, you can also get, kind of get spoilers here. You can also um, tell stories about these characters being there and try and trying to survive right not right. just kill them that's the that's the easy route stop killing them all the time no it's all right to kill them because you can't kill them otherwise you know like you've you're not killed tony them. three times good, good. Was, <laughs> hashtag tony was wrong um out there. uh so yeah this, and this is the first time the watcher actually gets involved sort of uh, yeah. I'll put that caveat out there. He's sort of involved. He does not influence anything yet, uh, but it's coming. Um, and now it's this 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 episode at the very end links is gonna is gonna link everything together from the whole series. I think um, they hinted at one already because um, mm-hmm. we we already know that the Watcher has communicated with one person in one of the universes, um, and then of course this one he does with Ultron. Or he's kind of forced to, I should say. But anyway, it was a great episode. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, then it was cool to see Watcher get in the, in the mix of things and uh, kind of see, um, you know, what he looks like with a corporeal body. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just snorted. That was weird. Um, did you uh, did you get the like Galactus reference? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was some cool little Easter eggs. You got to see President Steve Rogers uh, in one universe because um, they kind of do a little universe hopping. Um, mm-hmm. while Ultron and the Watcher are fighting. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, and I'm guessing he what, he goes back in time when they're looking for the Zola file? Because they lose. Or is he doing it on a different universe? No, it has Which... to be on that. It has to be on the universe that he wins. Yes. That they, that they find Zola. So he must, how does he affect that? Because they have set off the nuclear bombs. He's already got I don't understand. Did the nuclear bombs not hit where they were in Russia? No, apparently not. Siberia is, okay. you know, already a dead zone. So why I, did, I why make it the only better? Yeah. I guess that's the only way. Cause I thought they would have all died. Um, I thought they would have all died too. Like, or he would have found them and killed those two. I yeah. Know. Anyway. Also, also Natasha and Clint are the only two humans alive. That's what we're, yeah, I don't know if there's people in hiding that they're protecting in these. It, it, again, there's a there's a cameo by the kitten, by the way, for anybody yeah. that wants to. That's his first appearance on the stream. Um, there you so go. I was watching. He, uh, Ahsoka used to join me on my Twitch channel, but she's too big now to. She'll join me on the desk, but she won't sit in my lap anymore. Um, on the computer. Anyway, um, so yeah, what if has been good. Uh, we've got the finale coming up next week. 
Got a new episode of Titans coming tonight slash tomorrow. Um, so that's happening. The Sopranos prequel movie is hitting HBO Max uh, tomorrow uh, or October 1st, if you will, or, or in theaters, um, if you want to see it that way. Um, so there's that to look forward to. I wanted to rewatch Sopranos first, so I might do that. You don't have to, but it's a prequel. So uh, Other headlines I'll, I'll quickly run through here. Uh, the Lost Boys is getting a reboot. Um, it seems like there's Lost Boys stuff coming out all the time, like straight to DVD or streaming movies or something, but we're getting a Lost Boys reboot. Um, some stuff has come out about the Obi-Wan series, not much. Uh, what we know is it's 10 years after Order 66. Um, and the, one of the actors, um, uh, is, is Han from the Fast and Furious series and he wields a lightsaber. That's all we know. But he plays Han in the Fast and Furious series. His name is Han Solo in Fast and Furious. And now he is in, in Star Wars. So it comes full circle, kids. <laughs> Dreams do come true. Um, and it's got a 2022 release. We don't know exactly when, but uh, that's the that's the, that and Ahsoka are the two Star Wars shows I'm most. Don't, don't get me wrong, I'm excited for them all, but those are the two I'm waiting for mm-hmm. the most. Um, I have not started it yet. I keep wanting to, but I don't want to watch it on my iPad. I want to watch it on my TV and relax and sit down and enjoy it. But Why the Last Man is finally on FX. Um, I I'm haven't huge, read. Oh, I love the graphic novel. When they when they first rumors when we first started this podcast, there goes Chandler again. Uh, when they first saw this podcast, I read it because there was rumors of the movie, and it never happened. And um, I I couldn't put it down once I started. It was so good. Uh, I also haven't read. I have the first volume of Lock and Key. I know that's on Netflix. Yeah, same vein season, graphic season novel. Two, season two is coming. Yeah, yeah, same vein as like graphic novel to streaming or whatever. Right, but, right, right. I've heard good things about Lock and Key because it's done by Joe Hill, who is the son of created, Stephen King. Created by Joe Hill, yep. yep, yep. Manny Pina. Pina. Uh, no. Extends their lead to four. Go yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Focus. <laughs> I can't focus. It's the Brewers. It's a game that technically means nothing to us. But, yeah. Uh, other but than Reagan, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. Well, they're already in the playoffs. Um, anyway uh hbo max is developing a series based on the penguin from the batman yeah it's going it's going to explore colin farrell's character uh who he admits is only in a handful of scenes in the film so this is maybe meant to be his introduction and then maybe part two will be about the penguin kind of a thing um who knows because i'm I'm assuming this movie is just going to be the main villain is going to be scarecrow but of course, Oswald Calipot is is a, a staple of Gotham before he's the Penguin. So, well, he becomes the Penguin. I mean, that's like his mobster name, and then just because of the way he looks and all these things. Um, but yeah, the the Batman is out March fourth. So we're getting closer, dude. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Um, I mean, we're also getting closer to Fandom, which is October sixteenth. Which, um, which we, if we're not working, <laughs> might just react to live we will be in chicago well then fuck it no we won't <laughs> um, we will have okay. it on our phones when is it october 16th saturday. saturday yeah yeah we'll be at a convention um Jesus. my bad kids uh 
let's see no 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 here it is okay um other news they have cast or they have announced the cast of the untitled animated mario film i'm gonna read these off um and i'll tell you as we go what surprised me the most (laughs) um the first the first one yeah we'll get there i'm gonna go from the bottom of the cast you know the the side characters up uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, excuse me, is a stand-up comedian. He'll be voicing Foreman Spike. Sure, why not? Um, Kevin Michael Richardson, who's done lots of voice work, he was actually one of either Rocksteady or Bebop. I can't remember which one. Um, so yeah, uh, Jenny popped in a few minutes ago or a minute ago and said, "Lock and Key graphic novels are very adult, where Netflix is very PG-13. Both are super good, though." download the full cast audio also a very cool take which i think i've gotten from her through her audio i, I could be wrong what um, uh, is, so is there an audio book yeah that's what she's talking about oh um, me timbers snl alum fred armison is cranky kong seth rogan who is not hosting the show with me but looks like he could be <laughs> uh, is do- the voice of donkey kong Keegan Michael Key. This one, I this one I can totally see is the voice of Toad. I like this casting. Yeah. I like Keegan Michael Key. He's very funny. Um, this one I think works too. Jack Bowser is Jack Bowser. <laughs> Jack Bowser. There it is. Jack Black <laughs> is Bowser. Jack Bauer is Bow is Bowser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He man does everything. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, who is a phenomenal actress. Um, she was most recently in uh, was it the Queen's Gambit. Uh, yes, and going to be in One Night in Soho. Is it the Queen's Gambit? It is, is that, Queen's Gambit. That, that's not just the name of the boat on Arrow? Correct. It's a, it's a move. <laughs> it's a, it's why, a chess move. Yeah, that's why I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, am I just pulling that? I know it's Gambit something. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's definitely, uh, yeah. No, you were right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she will be playing Princess Peach. She was also, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy was uh, Magic in um, New Mutants, and mm-hmm. she was in The Witch uh she's in a ton of good stuff what is she what'd you say she was gonna be in one night in soho one nine yeah one night in soho edgar wright's new film yeah um charlie day as luigi i love it i don't know what that's gonna look like but i love it already and then here's the one where i said what chris pratt is the voice of mario yeah i don't what? get it i don't get it uh, Charles Martinet, who is the original or who is the voice of Mario, will voice uh, some surprise cameo characters as well. Why so not? At least they're including him. Why not just voice? Why not just have the voice of Mario voice Mario? I, you can't have him running around saying, It's to me, you Mario. You definitely can. It would not be fun. Um, uh, What did I skip? Okay. <laughs> Uh, some I can't remember what it was, and if Jenny, if you're still here and you're watching this, this might make you mad too. Rolling Stone has updated their top 500 songs of uh, all time. So they, this is, let's see here. In 2004, they published their 500 uh, greatest songs of all time. It's one of the most widely read stories in their history, viewed by hundreds of millions. But has changed a lot since 04. Back then, the iPod was relatively new. Billy Eilish was only three years old. Um, yeah to create the new 500 they convened a poll of more than 250 artists musicians and producers um, as well as figures from music industry and leading critics and journalists each sent in a ranked list of their top 50 and then we tabulated the results 
Nearly 4,000 songs received votes, where the 2004 version was listed. List was dominated by early rock and soul. The new edition contains more hip hop, modern country, indie rock, Latin pop, reggae, and R&B. More than half the songs here, 254 in all, weren't on the old list, including a third of the top 100. Uh, this resulted in a more expansive, inclusive version of pop music that keeps rewriting its history with every beat. Um, okay, before I even start, this list is bullshit. Um, so I, there's 500 songs here. You can find it. It's on Rolling Stones' website. But we're just going to go to... Um, where did they break it down? 50 to, to 1. I'm not doing 50 songs. Um, that'll take us way too long. Uh, why is... Go away, Steam. I don't care if my friends are online. Steve. Um, 49. I'm just going to go through some notables here, okay? 49, Lauren Hill, Doo-Wop, That Thing, is a great song. That's from the 90s. Um, let's see here. Elton John's Tiny Dancer, 47. Okay. I'm saying some of these because these are classic songs. So you know what's ahead of them. This is 47. 46 is MIA's Paper Planes. You know that song that was in every movie trailer in 2008? Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, a song for 2015, is number 45. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson, 44. There you go. The Temptations, My Girl, 43. Classic song. Uh, Bob Marley, Redemption Song, 42. Joy Division, Level Tears Apart, fantastic song, 41. Uh, some Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtowers, 40. Outcast, B.O.B.'s, 39. That's a great song. Otis Redding, On the Dock of the Bay, 38. These, I'm okay with all these so far, um, except for the like, Kendrick Lamar shit. Uh, Prince, When Doves Cry, 37. Uh, I don't know if this should be that high, but here it is. White Stripes, Seven Nation Army is number 36. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tutti Fruity by Little Richard, uh, number 35. That's kind of crazy. Uh, James Brown's Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, 34. It's a classic song. Chuck Berry, Johnny B. Good, 33. The Notorious B.I.G. clocks in with Juicy at 32. Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, 31. Here we go, where it gets insane. Lord's Royals is number 30. What? Yep. Uh, number 29, Dr. Dre featuring Snoop, Nothing But a G Thing. Um, that deserves to be in the top 50. I don't know if we're that high, though. All right, Jenny, whatever. Jenny says Kendrick Lamar is an amazing performer and she supports his place. Is he from Seattle or something? Or California. Um, 28 is Talking Heads, Once in a Lifetime. 27, Springsteen's Born to Run. 26, Joni Mitchell's The Case of You. Uh, 25 is not even a good Kanye song. Kanye West featuring Pusha T's Runaway. Uh, 24, The Beatles, A Day in a Life. Wow, that's that's the Beatles song that got that high. Uh, 23 is David Bowie's Heroes, another classic song. Uh, 22, The Ronettes, Be My Baby. 21, Billy Holiday's Strange Fruit. What? What? Number 20, Robins, Dancing on My Own. Robin. She had that song in 1999. I didn't know she was still making music in 2010. Congratulations, I guess, but uh, I don't think I've ever even heard that song. I'd have to listen. I don't think I've ever heard that song. 
Um, 19 is John Lemon, John Lemons, John Lennon's Imagine. Uh, 18, another Prince song, Purple Rain. 17, of course, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, you knew she'd be on this list. 16, Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, Crazy in Love. There we go. Beatles, 15, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Okay. 14, The Kinks, Waterloo Sunset. Another Stones song, Gimme Shelters at 13. Uh, Superstition by Stevie Wonders, number 12. Uh, wow, the Beach Boys, God Only Knows, is number 11. Wow, another Outkast song. This is a great song, but I don't know if it deserves to be number 10. Outkast's Hey Ya is number 10. It it was pretty big. Sure, it's, it's a good and it's, song. It still not, is to this day. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad song. I don't know if 10 is. Anyway. Uh, number 9 is Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. This is where I... Again, good song, but top 10 of all time. Number eight is Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On. Mm. No. Again, good song. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, number seven, The Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. So they've got three in the top 50. Uh, number six, absolutely, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Number five, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Whether you like Nirvana or not, you have to believe that there's a huge influence on music. Um, number four, Bob Dylan, like a Rolling Stone. Number three, Sam Cooke, a change is gonna come. Wow. Number two, Public Enemy, fight the power. And number one, can you can can Jenny, if you're still listening, Tom, uh, Tom, uh, Kyle, uh, any guesses what number one could be? Oh God, it's a pop song. Uh, yes. It is not um, from. It is not from the two thousands. Is it, are we are we including are we including twenty tens in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything older than anything newer than two thousands. It's not the Beatles. Okay. Um. Barbie um, girl. I'll, I'll go. No. <laughs> Dude, I would I would burn my computer if that was the like. One of my, I would I would not have even brought this up as credible if it was Barbie girl. Uh, Aquas, Barbie Girl, number one on the top 500 songs of all time. Uh, it's from 1967. 1967, okay. Sung by a woman, written by a man. Okay, that. I'm going to give you too... a couple more seconds and I'm going to start singing it, everybody. You'll be able to hear my fabulous female fabulous, singing voice. Fabulous voice, 67. Fabulous um, female singing voice. Oh God! I it's yeah, not Pat Klein, Jenny. R-E-S-P-C-T. I'm gonna say that, but I'm like, I don't think it's from the '60s. They just made a movie about it. Uh, Aretha Franklin, respect. Uh, I don't think the movie's out yet, but yeah. Um, nope, not Janice. It's uh, see that, that's who I was thinking. Written, I was thinking Janice. Written by Otis Redding. Back when white people were stealing from black people. Good thing that doesn't happen. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, who doesn't like Respect? Uh, the much-sampled song. I'm sure that song is in every hip-hop song from now until forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a crazy list. Uh, I did not look to see where my boys Linkin Park lie on this list. You know I will eventually. Um, but I bet yeah. somewhere in the top... 250. It better be the top 100 or I'm going to punch somebody. 
Um, what have you been uh, geeking out on before we close out? Jenny, you can chime in too real quick if you want. we got about five minutes left. Uh, I've been doing a rewatch of uh i've been doing a rewatch of the daniel craig james bond films to get ready for no time to die which is coming out october 8th excuse me i believe so so next week next friday yeah next friday um is that a theater movie for you it, it 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 has to be a theater movie it it's not gonna go to digital first no, 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 I'm saying, I'm not saying, are you going to the theater to see or are you going oh, to wait for it? yes, yes, no, 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 I, I, I have watched every single Daniel Craig Bond film in theaters, so it, it wouldn't mean much if I didn't go see it. Gotcha. Uh, no Lincoln Park in the top 100, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I've started Heels. Uh, I am halfway Jenny, through. Not, a- I'm sorry, Jenny, if you're not watching Heels, please do. <clears throat> You you would enjoy it. Uh, I'm halfway through episode four. Uh, the girlfriend has it on her phone, so I can't watch it ahead of her, which sucks. I told you I use my account. I know, yeah, but she loves but she, but Amanda is liking the show too, so I would feel bad if all I right, watched right. it ahead of her. Do you listen to the podcast? Uh no, no. Well, all right. She should, but no. Yeah. What what the hell? Um, hey, I don't know. Here we go. So, yeah. Green Day. Green Day's Basket Case came in at number one fifty. That's the first CD I bought ever on my own with my own money. Uh, I can't even tell you what first CD was. I know I remember getting Led Zeppelin's like, Cashmere is one hundred forty eight. Who do I need? Who do I need to kill? Well, well, whoever made that list. All right, sorry. Um, Jenny, what are you geeking out on? Jenny's in the chat. Everybody listening, if you're not in the chat, this is all you guys could do. You can join us. On twitch.tv slash Atomic Geekdom, on our Facebook Live, or facebook.com slash Atomic Geekdom, or on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Uh, we're live when we do these episodes. We're going to try to get Kyle, uh, Jenny, and Tom all in the same room one day. Uh, we're going to all do a podcast together. Um, but yeah, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to stream it live and then put it out on the on the regular feed as well, just the audio version. But why not hang out with us um, and join the conversations? It's always a little more fun when you guys are interacting with us. So uh, we got our big... Yeah, we got our big October month coming up. Uh, so we got some cool spooky stuff lined up for the month. Um, not to mention great content lined up. I believe we're writing articles about monsters. Um, there's a few of us writing stuff about monsters. I think I still need to talk to Jenny, but I think I'm going to write mine about vampires because, duh. Uh, I, I love Buffy. Sounds Jas 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 Whedon. Um, so yeah, I've been uh I recently binged out on every episode that's on Hulu of The Dark Side of the Ring. Um I was hoping to get to the the air ride or the the plane ride from hell episode but they don't have it up there yet. I thought I saw something on YouTube about it. Oh, maybe it's on YouTube, but it's not on the it's not on their their Hulu feed yet. So Okay. <clears throat> I got through all of that at least um this week. Uh, and then I've been binging a show I slept on that I shouldn't have was The Truth Seekers. Mm. That is oh, the, the Simon uh, Pegg and Frost, Frost. Um, show, which is which is a sci-fi thing, kind of a supernatural show. Um, really, really good stuff. Um, go ahead and read Jenny's comments for me. Uh, I have been too busy to do much. Love heels. Reading Batman Road to Metal right now. Um, wow, is that for your book club? Uh, reading Ray Bradbury's Something Wicked This Way comes finally. 
comes, Kane. Kamo, Kamo, finally. Something wicked this way comes, finally. Ah. And yes, that is Batman Road to Metal is for the book club. Road to Metal was interesting. The whole the whole metal and Dark Knight's metal is just crazy. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in there. Right, so and here's Ahsoka on my desk, making it so I can't see anything. Um I'm trying to. I was hoping you would keep talking so I could still keep trying to find where Lincoln Park might end up on this list. Oh, um, what else have I been doing? Uh, boy, how many episodes? How many episodes of uh, Titans are left? You know what? That's a very good question. Uh, I did see a teaser picture for tomorrow's episode. Um, I am I'm worried about the team tomorrow. Yeah, something is going to happen, and I don't think it's going to be good. Um, so there you we... are. What What are you worried about? I lost you. Oh, um, oh, so next episode is called Troubled Water, and then the call is coming from inside the house. Then Prodig- Prodigal, and then Purple Rain. So we've got four episodes left. What could purple rain mean? Raven? Spoiler? Raven? Not spoiler. Raven could be. I mean, uh, I really enjoyed last the last episode. I I love I love the black and white. uh, Yeah. Um, and if anyone says anything bad about this version of Bruce and how he's acting. Just shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Uh, this is this is this is how a normal human being should process grief. Well, to an extent, uh, but all uh, the the amount of grief he's had to process. I mean, yeah, he's lost his his parents. He's lost. He's seen what this job has done to Dick, which he brought him into this world. Mm-hmm. And then he lost Jason Todd. He lost before Alfred. that. Before that, lost Alfred. Lost uh, Gordon. Um, what happened to Barbara? I mean, he blames himself for all of that, as he probably should. Um, maybe not so much Gordon, but like he takes responsibility for it, and that's going to drive you to do some pretty crazy stuff. So, um, you're not going to be all there. Nope, not in the two at top 250. Go Mariners. Do they even have wow. a chance to make the playoffs? I don't think so. Jenny is a Seattle girl, if you hadn't already known, and she's cheering on the Mariners. Um, as my brewers, our brewers are headed to the NLDS as as nationally champions, nationally central champions. Heck yeah! Did you get your ticket? Uh, next Saturday I'll be at game two. Woo! Or I could sell it and make some money. You could, but uh, it's trust me, it's on my mind. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's wrap things up here. Um, thank you so much for listening. We're going to review Venom next week, uh, probably at the tail end or maybe at the right beginning of the episode because we have uh, obviously things to do for October. Uh, but we would like to get a review in there um, since Kyle and I are going to go see it right away. Uh, 
we'll be back next week probably on a saturday it sounds like um maybe a saturday afternoon for you guys a little bit different timing um than normal because i think that's when jenny can join us for the episode which is what we want to do um so make sure you make sure you follow us on facebook uh make sure you follow us on youtube or subscribe on youtube and make sure you like us on twitch that way you know when we go live you can't miss it i tweet it out as well at atomic geekdom is everything on social media you'll find us everywhere uh right now we've got some new articles up on the website so make sure you go check that out i think there was an article written by patrick uh, more recently reviewing an older movie i want to say going back and looking at a movie if i remember correctly um i should have that pulled up what am i what am i doing kyle if people want to find and talk to you what, what why how would they do that oh you can follow me on twitter and instagram at kyle krause 89 uh you can also follow me on twitch uh twitch.tv slash oh, krause 89 oh, while link it's up on the screen there link is in, but yeah basically basically yeah. the link is on the screen uh come on we gotta get him to affiliate we gotta at least get this guy to affiliate i need the followers i need to plus he needs to stream for that he to does. happen though but <laughs> look look who's talking i'm pretty sure i took off all of september um which is <laughs> probably a mistake since subs are cheaper but um i'm in a place right now where i'm streaming some i'm gonna be streaming some good content i'm having a lot of fun with gta rp right now um get in the thick of it as my character is now a member of the ems team or emt team whatever you want to call it fully ensconced in the hospital in the city going on calls solo now riding an ambulance through town picking up gunshot victims and all kinds of crazy stuff fending off murder kitties in the mountains while i'm trying to save people who have fallen down i just applied to be part of the tech team which means i go to go out on gun uh, active gun scenes again this is in character not in real life um (laughs) Uh, I get to go out and, you know, help cops and stuff that are down during an active gun situation or join SWAT while they're doing that kind of stuff. Um, and I also applied to become a pilot for the helicopter. So Angel One, I could be flying a helicopter around town. Hell yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> uh, and then I also applied to be a therapist because that's fun. That's fun. That's, role, uh, role, that's, that's fun role playing. something I can't tell you yet. Okay. Um, yes. On the website. The most recent is a random thoughts. Adam's family movies cast revisited. So uh, I believe Patrick takes a look at the cast of the Adam's family movies um, back from the nineties. I hope he talks in depth about the MC hammer song that came along with it Um, (laughs) because uh, it's legendary. Um, And then you can find Jenny uh, at Robbie art on Twitter and I think Instagram as well. So, she, she kind of joined the show today. Um, yeah, so TomAkeem.com for all the articles. Uh, if you missed anything, uh, the podcast is up there as well. You can like and subscribe to the podcast on it wherever you get your podcasts. So please do that. If you're to leave a review on Apple, make it a, a good one because that would be nice. Uh, or just tell a friend. Get people yeah. to subscribe to us on our YouTubes. We're going to have convention content coming very, very soon. Uh, Kyle and I will be going to Wizard World in Chicago. It is the last Wizard World ever. Mm-hmm. If they decide to keep the name or not, we don't know. But the the company that runs that has been bought by the company that uh, does the Ace Comic Cons. So um, it's which I think is funny because the guy that does Ace came from Wizard World. Um, mm-hmm. So um, weird, full circle type of uh, ECW meets Ring of Honor type of thing there. If you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, 
it's, also, it's also our first and last convention of the, of the year. A first and only. <laughs> yeah. First, first, last, and only convention of 2021. Um, we did not, uh, I'm working on it, but we did not get press credentials for C2E2 this year. But I will, like I did last uh, in 2020, um, try to get a, uh, I'll just try again. We'll just yeah. put it that way. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll have good coverage of that. I want uh, my stuff, uh, the cover, the stuff that we go to be as cool look as good as the stuff that Jenny and Patrick go to. Um, they always get outstanding coverage of the conventions and, and cool things they get to attend out there in uh, the, on the, on the left coast. Um, uh -huh. So I want ours to look as cool because they're a lot of fun. And um, uh, my boy is going to be there, Michael Rooker. So uh, Stephen Amell is going to be there. Um, Black Canary is going to be there. I forgot her name already. Katie um, Cassidy. Yeah, that one. Um, uh, Shatner is going to be there. Yeah. I'm going to guess there's going to be some wrestlers there, most likely from the AEW side of things. Um, they usually uh, – well, maybe not, because they're probably going to go to C2E2. So who knows? Anyway, uh, we will have that coverage coming very, very soon. Um, also, don't forget, Batwoman Season 2 is available now on home media and digital, so go ahead and pick that up wherever you pick up those movies. It's good stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to have watched Arrow, Flash, or any of that stuff to enjoy it. Um, in fact, there is no crossover in season two that I remember. Is Diggle show up? Diggle shows up. Okay, but it's it's you don't need to have watched Arrow to know what's going on. They they kind of clue you in on some things. I'm guessing it's not it, it's it's not end all be all that you know what's going on with Diggle. Right. Um, he's just a character from another show that pops in to say hello. Hello. What is that? Uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Thank you. All he, right. He puts puts his face in in the pie. In the pie. He, goes, Hello! he doesn't have his makeup on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's gonna do it for this week. Go see Car. Uh, go see Venom. Um, we'll talk about it next week along with uh, our first spooky October episode. Kyle, Jenny, let's all say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>